Hey everyone, you're listening to Connect UBC, a podcast dedicated to inspiring conversations with passionate people at UBC. I'm Rashika Salva-Kumar, your campus connector, and I'm here to talk to some of the brightest minds right here on campus. Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Connect UBC. We're focused on important conversations and we're joined today by Kathy Ha. Thank you for coming onto the podcast. Thank you for having me, Rashika. It's an honor to be invited. How are you doing today? How's it going? I'm doing good. Um, you know, I feel like uh, even though the year, like the school year was cut short with quarantine, it's just like, it's just basically like a break, you know, like kind of like a summer break for everybody. So it's good to just somewhat relax. Like there's still online classes, but it's just so good to relax. So good to like just do self-care and of course, binge watch shows on Netflix that I've been putting off. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. And Kathy here is the executive director of fundraising for the Wallace Proposal. And she is really enthusiastic about mental health as well. So what does mental health mean to you, Kathy? Uh, I guess to me, it means about like feeling good about yourself and like, how do you like take that and help others? Like, um, you know, like as university students, we are often super stressed and we work so hard to get here. But of course, throughout that journey, we, you know, have like dealt with stuff mentally and, you know, like there's still people that are still like uh, dealing with it now. It's just like, it's just like people deal in sorry, deal with it in like different ways. And it's like an ongoing process to self-discovery in a sense. <laughs> yeah, that's really insightful as well. See, she's such a deep person. But also, how is quarantine affecting that mental health though? Like everyone's panicking about corona, but <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I feel like um in a way, um just like I guess like for university students. We're somewhat more lenient about it because it's like a time to relax. And I feel like because we're not physically going to school, it kind of like takes away that like physical like pressure to be like in class. And um, it's just like, and because we're like quarantined at home, there's like a tendency to just not want to do as much work. Like I'm not saying people are being productive. (laughs) They're being productive (laughs) in their own time. Like, right. like, you know, like I will admit, um, the last two days I've been doing, um, listen, I've been doing nothing but like just watching Netflix, but I have been somewhat productive. And I feel like, um, yeah, there's also like the, pre- uh, a little bit, there's also like a mental toll in like being scared that you might have the virus. Yeah. But, um, and also like, I feel like socially, like, you know, like, because, like, you know, we're, like, dying to see each other. And, like, the only way we can do that is through, like, you know, like, FaceTime, Skype, and, like, texting and all that. Um, so, in a way, yes, I feel like there is social, like, there, like, there's, like, social, there's, like, um, <laughs> there's, like, a, uh, was it, like, a stressful toll on the social aspect. But I feel like it gives, it's also, like, a chance for people to relax as well. Yeah, that's good. You're seeing the positive, which is, yeah. I, I think it's great. Um, you mentioned Netflix. So do you think companies are taking, some companies are taking advantage of the situation? Oh my God, yes, of course. I feel like, especially like, uh, was it like, I guess like in the entertainment industry, like especially Netflix and like, um, like it, 
companies like relate to Netflix because they know people are quarantined at home and they know people are like not going to be as <laughs> and now like they have more time to you know like to just to just watch Netflix and social media companies as well like I feel like they're taking like a large advantage in this because people are spending a lot of time in their like on their phone more than they would have if you know if we weren't quarantined yeah. so yeah definitely I feel like they are like um taking advantage of this and especially like um online like like for the shopping companies like especially like retail industries they are advertising everywhere and like they're doing um with it like i feel like despite like with having like travel bans and stuff they are still like offering like their online services to everybody so yeah it's kind of going downhill a little bit but also maybe there will be positives right yeah, um, I think like, we might be heading for a recession, but at least I can buy few clothes. <laughs> right, right. There you go. <laughs> Positive. Um, so I met some background information. I met Kathy in first year. We're both in first year. And I met her through a mutual friend. His name is Joe, but that's, that's, that's we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, so Kathy here is from Vernon which <laughs> everyone talks about all the time. But how do you feel like your transition from, let's look at your transition from like Vernon to Vancouver. How was that? So um, Vernon, um, it's like a really nice little town. It's like that, uh, was it? there's like, you can really feel like the uh, tight knit community that we have. Like, I'm not saying that we don't have it in like the like Vancouver and much of Vancouver. I'm just saying like, because our population was smaller, you can like really, connect and like you basically know everyone or like if you don't know like like was it I didn't know everyone but there was a really high chance I would know some as somebody like through a mutual friend or something so yeah definitely um a lot of good restaurants and like I said the community was really great um but the thing was like I wanted like an opportunity in like a new city like we didn't have like a lot of like um like I'd say like stores or like resources and opportunities like we have here in Vancouver. Like it was very limited in Vernon. So I wanted like, you know, just a fresh start. So I applied to like, you know, like really big cities. I applied to Montreal. I applied to like Calgary and I applied to like Vancouver, Burnaby, depending with which SFU company. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, like Victoria. So I was like, you know, like I want like a really, I just want like a different scenery and I really love cities because like it's just like there's a lot of like new people and I love meeting new people and um yeah so I thought like okay like um let's just apply to these cities so I applied to McGill, uh, SFU, Victoria, UBC and Calgary and I ended up choosing UBC because um I kind of real like I wanted to go to like I will admit my first choice wasn't UEC, but yeah, I, I ended up choosing. Well, like here's the thing though, I wanted to feel like a dual degree, but UBC was like, mm, no, sorry, you can't do that in the first year. And I was like, oh, okay, fine, but like, what can I do? And they were like, oh, well, you know, like you could do like a double major. And I was like, and, and like you could finish in four years. And I was like, okay, perfect. Because Calgary, I was like, that was like my choice after McGill. I got rejected by McGill, by the way. So, <laughs> anyways, no, but like Calgary, like they had like a dual degree program and I was so into it, but it would take me five years. So I was already planning to do four years. So, might as well. And also, my parents wanted me to go to UBC. So, there's that too. But yeah, I understand. Yeah, but even though, you know, like um, at first 
I was like a little bit iffy because I was like, oh, what happens if I don't end up liking it? But then I kind of realized it's like, even though like, you know, it may have not been my first choice, I'm going to make the best out of it. So I applied to Jumpstart and I thought that was super helpful because I ended up meeting like a group of awesome people. And um, yeah, I didn't get a lot on the first day of school. <laughs> But yeah, but it, it, it was great. Like, I'm really glad I ended up applying and I almost like didn't want to do Jumpstart, but I'm really glad I did it. And during that time between like Jumpstart and like just moving from Vernon to Vancouver, there was a lot of cultural changes too. Like, you know, I had to use like Google Maps everywhere I went because it's so big. And I also feel like, um, was it? I had to like organize like my time. Like in Vernon, you can basically get from like point A to point B in like, 10 to 15 minutes but here it's like you actually have to like plan your commute and like plan like your routine so like you know like so you there is like a kind of like an, that adjustment in that aspect and um there was also like I feel like um was it I had like the um st uh, stereotype going into that uh, going into Vancouver that city people were just super mean because I've been to Vancouver like was it before I came to UBC right and I, and I have experiences where people weren't, like, the nicest, especially downtown when they're driving. So I was like, oh, my God, everybody's going to be super mean, super manipulative, and, you know, I shouldn't trust anybody. But I had the complete opposite, like, it was just, like, I not, was it, the perspective of meeting new people was just, like, uh, like eye-opening because, like, everybody was super nice, too nice, I would say. And I was like, okay, wow, like maybe I thought like completely wrong. So, and then when I talked to my friends about it, they were like, oh, like, you know, I hate city people. I was offended because I was like, no, they're actually super nice. I will admit though, you guys are a bit, because uh, I feel like um, BC is so centralized around Vancouver and the yeah. metro Vancouver area. You guys don't know where the rest of BC is. That's true. not saying all of you, but. So yeah, I would say like it was definitely eye-opening. Um and I didn't realize how easy, like uh was it how easy of like um access you guys have to like resources. So like, you know, like if I wanted to go downtown somewhere, I can just take the sky chain. Uh and you know, like go downtown and get whatever I want, or I can go to like Metro Town and get wherever I and get whatever I want. So it was definitely it was definitely a change. <laughs> See, that's good though, right? Change is always nice. Yes. <laughs> and you really adapted well to it as well. So there you go. Um, so another thing, you you mentioned like your transition to first year. Do you have anything you wish you had known back then? Like it's the end of first year. Do you have anything you wish you'd known anywhere along the way? Knowing what I don't know, I wish that I could didn't procrastinate as much. I feel like everybody makes a mistake where like they think like because in high school you can like barely try and still like get an A but here in university it's like they really do mean it when they say that like the effort that you put in and the result what you get is like is like because of that effort. So you know I had I did the mistake of taking six classes and I was like okay you know what I'm gonna stay on top of everything 
And I'm not going to make the mistake that I didn't drink help because I procrastinated, but I still passed. But like, you know, it wasn't like the best of my ability. I did that for like, I'd say the first month. But then after that, I felt like because I was so overwhelmed with all like this homework coming, I just, I was just tired. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to put this off for a while. And I started prioritizing classes instead of just like make, like, like prioritizing them equally. So that was definitely a struggle. And, um, I found myself like handing in stuff like super late, like even like weeks past the deadline. And then, um, you know, like, and I didn't study for that much for midterms and finals. So when I got my marks at the end of first term, I was, I almost broke down and cried. But then I just realized that like it was kind of my fault because I didn't study and I didn't put like my time in as much as I would have liked. So that's why I completely changed like in turn two. Like, it, like I realized that I had to study, I had to be on top of my classes, do the reading. Sometimes I don't do those, but like, you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, I just really wish I'm not as much time <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you like figured out your groove, right? Now you're set for the rest of university. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would, I mean, yeah, somewhat. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's very true. Like, it's really hard to, like, that transition from, like, high school to university, it's really hard to get lost for a second. So it's, yeah. and a lot of people give up after that. So I think it's great that you kept trying. I've told you this so many times, but <laughs> it's, like, really amazing that you, like, kept going and kept trying and all of that. Thank you. You know what? Uh, listen, um, I feel like, uh, what is it? I feel like it's also the fact that, like, because, you know, like, I told you, like, in grade 11, um, I was struggling in pre-calc, and I got, like, and I was, like, a straight-A student up to that point, and I, like, you know, and I, like, didn't get the mark, I didn't get an A, and I just became super upset, and I feel like the end, I just kind of realized that, like, okay, well, well, like, I'm so used to getting A's, and now I'm upset because, because, like, I because I feel like if you're a straight A student and then you don't get an A, it takes like a physical and a mental toll on you because then you don't think you're good enough or you're not smart enough and stuff. And, you know, like that just kind of like hurts your self-esteem because you don't think that you did to the best of your ability. And then you just kind of like, you don't, I, I feel like you just self-sabotage that way. So I feel like in university when like students experience that for the first time, it takes like a larger toll on them because they've never experienced well it's not failure but like in a way like well like they feel like they failed so i'm really glad that i experienced that earlier on because it made my adjustment easier in university if you get what i mean no i totally get it it's really hard to like if you're like used to like seeing all those straight eyes on a report card even one b can feel devastating in university yeah for sure. and honestly that's like most of university, most people, like the average amount of people get Bs and Cs and all of those things. And yeah, it has to become more normalized, but Yeah, for sure. And it's super hard to get an A in university. Like yeah. you have to put in so much work and like you just have to fit every like point and every like um with it requirement that your prof wants. And it's super hard to do that and to achieve that. But it's it's possible, but I'm just saying like you should just be proud that you did your best and you know the result uh, and the result yeah yeah sure you may not like it but you did that and you got it done so 
everybody should be proud of themselves. University is hard, y'all. <laughs> yeah, university is hard. And honestly, the fact that people are like getting through every single day is like amazing. You've got to take it one day at a time, right? Yeah, it's like. Sure. Do you feel that there's an added pressure like of that because you're in science? Okay, so I think a lot of the science faculty, like if you talk to most of them, I went to, a, I was meeting like some second year science students and all of them were like, I swear, all of the first years and second years there, they were like, my goal is to get into med school. And that's insane to me. Like there's a thousand, 300 people accepted into science every year. The amount yeah. of students who get in, accepted into med school every year is like less than 200. So no. people have to like realize there are more job opportunities out there. So I think there is that added pressure for people who are interested in, in med school. Yeah. What about sure. you with arts, right? Arts? I don't know. <laughs> you know the stereotypical, like, you know, like, I would say, you know the stereotype, especially at UBC, that art students are, they don't have a lot of work to do, and, like, you know, they're going to be unemployed. Well, I don't know. I feel like, okay, I feel like that's an attack because I feel like the thing, the misconception that people get wrong about arts is that we don't have a lot of work. And like we've talked about this, it's like, I feel like the amount of homework science students, engineering students, business students, all the other faculty get, like, you know, like it may not, like, it's like basically like the same amount of readings and SAT you have to do. Like, I will agree that like um, for art students, um, what is it, our, like our um, like faculty isn't based on like memorizing a formula or memorizing like a scientific concept and then applying it to like word problems like we have to read and we have to understand like what what whatever article we're given and then kind of like form our own opinion and I guess like be, I guess it stems from like in arts I guess like there's no wrong opinion or like there's no wrong answer whereas in science math engineering all those like I guess like logical thinking um faculties like there is a right answer because you know you guys have these formulas and all these theories to prove that there is yeah. one correct answer. No, but I feel like you guys do put, sometimes I think you put in a lot more effort than a lot of my friends who are in science, just because mm -hmm. you guys, your essays are mind blowing. They're like 10 pages long, 15 pages long, plus citations, <laughs> plus references. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how you do, do it, honestly. Sometimes I don't know either, but yeah, but I just want, you know, um, you know, everybody to realize that like, you know, that art students do put in a lot of effort, even though, our, you know, the subject that we learn might be easy in the sense that, like, oh, it's not a lot of, like, logical thinking. It's more, like, abstract and conceptual thinking. Yeah. So. I think there's also, there's a lot of options. You guys have a lot of options about what to do. And, like, second at the end of second year, you have so many options about what you can major in, right? So yeah, like, I mean, what, the biggest spots to UBC. Yeah. So. <laughs> there's, like, so many. What are your, like... What are your like top like three or five? Like, what are you doing? I definitely intend to major in psychology and international relations just because I'm really interested in how people think and how that affects how people behave. And for the international relations, I don't know. I feel like it'd be like pretty cool to like um, learn how like different governments and different countries work and how that influences like international policy and basically like just how the government works. Like I'm all over all of that and I think psychology ties it in nicely because it's like okay well if you know how people think and how people behave 
then you can just adjust your behavior and your thinking to theirs and not get what you want, but like, you know, to like compromise in a way. Yeah. That does make sense. I think I think you'll be able to do it. Honestly, I keep telling you, but you'll be able to do it. Thank you. I mean, I hope so. I mean, our at UBC has a really high average, but we'll try. And surprisingly, I I really like economics. Like, I just like um, was it? I just like how like mm, like I guess like the psychology behind it too. Like how money works and how governments and firms like kind of like maximize our profits and stuff. Okay, I'm just gonna stop right there before I bore everybody. But I don't miss the wrong dude. Because I thought economics was like math, and I was like, ew, I'm not okay. For the people out there who like math, I'm so sorry, but like props to you for like understanding it and like and like not hating it because it gets super frustrating when you don't like get a question right. But I thought it was all about math and I was like, okay, maybe I'm not into it. But then when I learned like the abstract and the concept, I was like, wow, this is actually really interesting. And I really like how it's applicable in real life. That's true. It's like Whenever I see you guys studying econ, you guys seem like you're dying inside, but you always need <laughs> to turn out to enjoy it in the end. So that's what matters, you know? Yeah, I agree. What about you? What are your top, like, uh, subjects or instructors, I guess? Okay, in high school, I loved biology so much. Like, it was my favorite subject. Mm-hmm. And then I got to university and I hated bio with all of my being like people say it's easy and I get where they're coming from but just because something is easy doesn't mean you're gonna enjoy it yeah for sure and it wasn't yeah yeah so is there a reason why like you really like bio high school and then the transition from it in university like made it made you not like it I think I think in biology in high school it was like very focused on like learning the main course things and like applying them but then in university I also had to deal with like a time restriction of like writing a full exam in like 40 30 40 minutes 30 minutes and though that change is like really scary like midterms now are like less than 50 minutes usually which is crazy Mm. it's just uh, yeah I feel like everything's just so condensed in university than it is in high school because of like you know like the terms and shorter like yeah like the terms and like really short compared to like high school yeah it does yeah like like like, classes are shorter too right mm -hmm, for sure and like next week we're like done like second like second term oh my god (laughs) and then like high school students are still going like yeah until the end of june and we're here done in early april right technically but (laughs) i mean yeah and also you know um i feel like i feel like a lot of people ignore their mental health and like other extracurriculars during the school year and do that just during the summer maybe What's your standpoint on that? What do you think? Well, my standpoint, I guess, is like, um, so like, you know, first, like in the first term, I had six classes, but I still managed to do like um, extracurricular activities. Like I joined um, UBC Canada. It's like a program. Or it's not really a program. But it's like an extracurricular where um, students kind of like pair up with each other and they teach each other languages. So I taught somebody English and they taught me back like Vietnamese because I wanted to like, you know, strengthen my Vietnamese language skills. But um, I felt like 
um, was that I felt that was like alleviating in the sense of like, I didn't have to think about school. I can just, you know, like focus on teaching somebody English and like just learning. And I feel like that's the reason why people don't participate in extracurriculars because they feel like it's a chore. Like when they have like all these extra, like all their classes to worry about. But I also think they don't realize like it's also like a really good opportunity just to like de-stress and like to meet new people. Like I've met like I feel like I've definitely like gained friends through like tandem and um yeah we still keep in touch. And I just yeah, so I guess like and also like I think people use the excuse like, oh I don't have time. It's like you do have time, you just have to make for it and it and you wouldn't have to say that you don't have time if you feel like it's a chore yeah honestly what do you what have you been doing like in extracurriculars what do you do for fun hobbies things like that well usually uh was it well in high school I would volunteer because I was like okay yeah that's what I want to do and that's what, how I want to build up my resume for UBC and it was just such an alleviating like just a good like non-stressed activity because I did it with my friends so it was like way more fun and um I just had like a great time just building like a relationship with people in the community and I feel like I also took away like life skills too, like leadership, cooperation, teamwork, time management. Um, I don't know about that last one, but um, <laughs> definitely like a lot of life skills. And it just felt so rewarding to like, you know, to just spend a day helping people. And, you know, like it, I feel like even though like my life may, like my academic life, my work life, my at home life, whatever was not so great at least like was it that part of my life like reduced the stress I had on my other aspects of life yeah volunteering can definitely be rewarding in some senses like you feel like the satisfaction right yeah and it doesn't have to be like uh volunteering it can also be like sports because when you play sports that releases endorphins and that makes you feel good (laughs) yeah Yeah, you just went psychology right psychology there we go yeah I support that. That was great. Props yes. to you. Thank you. And also, like, I don't like this, but, but also, like, the fact that you started, like, a mental health initiative, I feel like that's not a chore because it's something I'm passionate about, too. So it's like, you know, I'm helping other people, so I don't mind taking time out of my day just to help you. So it's great. And also, I get to, like, work with you and see you, so... <laughs> I am always so glad I have you on board, honestly. I'm so fortunate to have you guys. But also. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> okay, I, I was like asking you guys though. You guys were like really helpful and everything. So also, you guys, um, just generally, I was talking to someone about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, do you think you've changed through first year? Like, from the person I met in like September, do you think you've changed to now? <laughs> yes, I feel like even in high school, so basically in high school, you know like those typical high school movies where it's like, oh, the main character's like a nerd and like, you know, gets like straight A's and like not a lot of friends. I would definitely say that was me. Like, even though I didn't have a lot of friends, I had quality friends. Like they were like super people. 
Um, well, I mean, some of them. You, you know, <laughs> um, we'll get back into another episode. Anyways, so yeah, I feel like definitely, um, and also I feel like because my parents, like, I'm Asian, so like, I definitely had strict parents who, like, um, didn't let me go where I wanted, but, you know, I still went. But I feel like because I had more freedom going up to Vancouver, because I was the only one that moved, I guess, um, I definitely had more freedom in the sense that, like, I could go anywhere, um, whenever I wanted, and there was no, like, time limit for me, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I had that freedom, and I feel like I got a little more crazy because of that freedom. <laughs> like, um, I definitely got more rowdy, I got more, I, I got louder, um, so... A lot of like, like was it? A lot of aspects of my personality was still the same in high school. It's just it's more like open now. And then definitely in September, um, I feel like you know, like our group dynamic has changed since. So I feel like um, I did feel left out because you know everybody started to get like really close and hang out with each other. And uh, because we were an odd number, I you know there's always there's there's like you know going to be one person left out. So. That was me, but then, you know, I, during second term, I realized that, like, there's so many people here in university, like, why, like, why am I, like, being sad that I'm being left out when there's so many people that can meet? And, you know, that's how, how I started getting close to you more because, um, because, you know, I was like, well, I should, like, well, like, I still care for the people that we hang out now, but, like, I should, like, focus on different people as well because, you know, yeah. There's, there's so a lot. There's there's a lot, and I feel like I've yeah I've definitely met um with a whole new range of friends, but I could also you know like keep the people that I was with originally. So I would definitely say like I became less needy in that sense, and I've definitely changed. Um, I've also I would also say um first, like first year me was a mess. I it didn't look like it because um I was like was it. I was sitting on the front because, you know, like, I had this class and I was super stressed, but I never showed it because I was like, well, I don't want to bother people with problems. And then, but during second year, I started talking to people about those problems and they were super supportive, which, like, I didn't expect because I just thought I was bothering them because, you know, like, university students are always, like, super stressed and just we don't want to put more stress by telling our problems, but I'm really glad. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's really important to, that you found the support you wanted, first of all. I think you have changed in some ways because I didn't know you very well in first term, but like second term, I've gotten to know you a lot and I can tell like your true character. Um, and I think a lot of people, we have similar personalities in that we're very energetic. Yeah, we're basically the same person. <laughs> we're basically the same person. And I think because of our energy, people like assume we're, we're putting up we're all fine, but I think it's important that you especially talk to people and you know we're yeah. here for you, we love you. So as long as you know that there's support for you, I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for you too. <laughs> yes, and I think this is a perfect note to end the podcast with. Otherwise we'll keep going forever. <laughs> Thank you for coming on today. I love talking with you. I mean, I love talking to you too. <laughs> Yes. Until the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.